0: Welcome to Redgate and Wolf. We are a Monster of the Week actual play podcast, and I am your host and keeper, Sarah. Joining me today is Sean.
1: Hi, I'm Sean, and I play Angus McRae, the monstrous.
0: And Celeste.
2: Hello, I am Celeste, and I play Marie Redgate, the crooked. And
0: returning once more, our special guest, Ollie. Hi,
3: I'm Ollie, and I play Hendrix, the uh, summoned, that's the word. Hey, go find me at Places, because this is the thing that I do next. OJWH Reviews on Facebook. I talk about films and TV and stuff, except not stuff. You can also find me on the Untitled Dice Game podcast, which is a Monster of the Week thing like this. And, hey, Diesel Shot, they're cool. What go with that?
0: Wow. When last we met, so much had happened. There was blood raining from the sky. Maria broke out of the slammer and then stole from Sheriff Winters. Angus got the snot beaten out of him by a teenage girl and then he was whisked away to the hospital in Joplin. Most probably stupidest thing they could have done at all was to leave Hendrix unattended with Steve! The time displaced cowboy can now read though but at the cost of his future firstborn. Angus rolled really bad twice and is now stuck in a werewolf form which is where we'll pick this up. You guys actually can laugh out loud, you know.
1: I, I'm dying right now.
0: I, I don't know what to say. Why? Why? Why would you risk this?
2: What, what exactly does he look like as a werewolf? Is there any way we can play this off?
0: Excessively hairy, longer-limbed, bipedal, the whole snout thing. Oh, so it's like um, the Harry Potter, the third Harry Potter, like
2: that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That werewolf. Oh, okay. Back to this absolute shenanigan happening. Does he, like, expand?
0: Is the hospital gown still on him?
1: Oh, no, that would have been shredded.
0: Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, he's naked in his hybrid form.
1: Oh, no. Oh, I'm sure there's clear... Oh, well.
0: Mm. Oh, no. And it's obviously not fixed. <laughs> oh. You can't see.
1: Yeah, but I'm sure he's sheep, so it is what it is.
2: Fuck's sake, um, Angus, what what are you doing, Angus? It, sh- grab like the like the really thin, scratchy hospital blanket, just rip it off the bed and like, just drape it over him. <laughs> so he's like probably like mid torsos covered, and like a really bad ghost, and the rest is just clearly werewolf. What 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 do we do? What are we gonna do? Wh- I am the knight. Another <laughs> werewolf. We deserve. Anyway, are there are there windows in the room? Is, is there a window? Is there a large window in the room? This window, you're probably
0: up a few floors, uh, a few stories, though. That's fucking fine.
2: Uh,
1: I'm gonna try one more time to shift into my wolf yeah. form.
0: Go for it. I don't appreciate.
1: Sure. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes.
0: Can I help? You. <laughs> I don't know how you would be able to help. I don't know. I-
1: he could say words of encouragement.
0: You know, he's already spent his boon, too. I have not yet... Oh, you fool! <laughs>
1: uh, a three. A failure.
0: Would you like to spend luck? It's even
2: worse.
1: I'm not even sure how luck is going to work here. How does that work? Does it make it automatically succeed?
0: It automatically succeeds. If you fail, you're stuck how you are for a day. While he's doing this, I'm locking the... Is there a
2: door? Are we just, like, curtained off? Are we in an actual room? <laughs>
0: Yeah, because of Mr. Ephraim um, working on his end, you're in an actual private room. Okay, I'll lock the door if I can. You barricade it because yeah. they won't let a patient lock themselves in their room.
1: So uh, Angus kind of strains and kind of scrunches up his face as best he can in an attempt to shift back to the form in which he wanted to, and, uh, and fails. Hangs his shoulders and looks at Marie,
0: gives a little
2: <laughs> whine. If I helped him, it wouldn't be enough to change the outcome, right?
0: No, no. He needs a seven to at least change into um, a human.
2: Oh, Sean,
0: why would you do
2: this? The effect, of course. How we can keep the listeners listening? Now they're like, oh
1: my god, how are they going to do this?
2: I'm wondering how we're going to do this. Oh, I have an idea. I have one as well. It's not good.
1: I'm sure our idea is very similar because we're several stories up. Clearly there's a roof.
2: What? What's your idea?
1: (laughs) We'll have to play it out and find out, shall we?
2: Oh, boy.
1: Angus kind of looks around real quick, takes a quick sniff. (sighs) Do I smell anybody nearby there, Sarah?
0: You smell a lot of people. Of
1: course I do. Okay.
0: Because hospital.
1: All right. Angus is going to snatch Marie, like King Kong here.
2: How does that go for Marie? I don't know. Where is he going after he grabs her? Like, towards the window? What is he doing?
1: Yes. Towards the window.
2: What? Put, put me down. We're not going. No. Bad. <laughs>
1: Angus gestures with the other paw towards the window, like, pointing quite vehemently.
2: Down? No. Put me down.
1: Angus kind of snarls and bares his teeth, but puts Marie down.
2: If you're going out that window... I can. I don't have to go out that window. You can go out that window alone, and I can go with where the people weigh.
1: Kind of racist, but okay.
2: <laughs> what do you mean?
1: Angus uh, kind of shrugs and then wanders over to the window then. Stares at it because clearly his enormous claw-like hands cannot manipulate the lock on the window. And just kind of looks back at Marie.
2: Marie will walk over to the window. What is directly underneath? Like, is it overlooking the car park? Like, what is the scene outside
0: sure it's overlooking the parking lot okay
2: angus you you stay here uh, let me unlock the, the window real quick um don't don't go out yet i'm going to i'm going to go down i'm going to find a real big car i'm going to park under this window okay once i leave you got to put the stuff back in front of the door okay angus nods does he have any of, like, are his belongings here, like, phone,
0: keys, stuff? Hmm, possibly in a drawer.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll do a quick sweep of the room and just pocket anything that I come across. And, uh, yeah, just walking through the hospital, trying really hard
0: to be nonchalant and casual, thereby making it not casual at all. Marie, you head on out the door and nonchalantly make your way towards the parking lot, I assume. Yeah. You want to act under pressure to see how you go with selecting a car and breaking into it? I do. Um... Would I get the plus one from driver
2: yet, or would that be only while trying to ha... No. The plus one is only while driving. I can read. But I do have a plus one from being manipulated by
0: Ollie. Alright, that's a nine, which is a mixed success. A mixed success. Any suggestions here?
1: Mini Cooper, Ferrari, white transit van. Oh, Ranger.
0: Public service vehicle. <laughs> Worst outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. These these are the options. there be examples of these. Ambulance. An ambulance, oh my god. Not stealing an ambulance. Okay, I've got it. So you manage to break into an old beater of a car. You back it up towards where you believe... Angus is, and wait for him to do his thing. Angus, you said you re the door after Marie left. What is it you're doing now?
1: Uh, watching out the window for a vehicle to pull under the window. and I hope this is Marie's car. Um, uh, opens the window, throws open the sash. Angus kind of looks around, making sure there's nobody watching. What would I have to roll to climb down, using my claws and penetrating? hee <laughs> hee the, uh, cement wall.
0: Honestly, Sean. You'd still have to roll 8, in the appreciate
1: Because I roll so well with this. A 9. A mixed success.
0: As you go to climb or jump out of the window, you hear someone trying to open the door, and they realize that it's barricaded, so they start banging on the door. How are you getting out? you jumping or trying to climb down slowly?
1: If I hear them trying to open the door... Break through the barricade. I'm just gonna go
0: leap. So you leap out of the window. You hear the barricade crash behind you. You're not sure what's going on up above until you manage to land um, on the roof of the car that Marie has brought, causing a loud thud, denting the roof even. And you look up and you see someone staring out the window down at you. With them half wide open, and you hear them start to scream.
2: Marie's driving.
1: <laughs> yeah, what happened? She's driving, right?
2: It's, we're going! Get in!
1: I am holding tight to the
2: roof. Get in the car! You're driving. I can't. What am I gonna do? Jump in? Yes! How old is this car? Can, it, do I, can I roll down? <laughs> lean over and roll down the window while you're <laughs>
0: driving? It is old. <laughs> You've gotta crank that window. Yep. Angus, get in. The window's open. Just just get in, please.
1: Angus just kind of growls and deftly makes his way into the vehicle using dog-like
2: grace. I don't think dogs are known for being graceful.
1: Definitely not my dogs.
2: Like face as you come into the car.
0: Okay, you're trying to climb right into the car? Yes. While it's moving?
2: Easily done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not sure which of you needs to act under pressure as the car is hurtling towards the exit of the parking lot, the barrier's down.
1: I would probably say me.
2: No regrets, Celeste, no regrets.
0: I am full of regret.
1: Here we go. A seven, a mixed success.
0: You start to lower yourself in through the car window, but unfortunately, you're too big for it, and you get stuck. <laughs> We'll say that you tried to go on feet first, but your broad chest is just unable to get in there. So you are kind of hanging out that passenger window. As Marie, I guess you... F- what are you doing? That barrier is coming up pretty quick.
2: It's like a, like a toll gate sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surely
1: you're going to drive through it, please.
2: Hold on, I'm, I'm thinking. Um, how, how full is the parking lot? Mm, half to three quarters. There enough room to do some uh, donuts in the car? No. Look, Sean, I have a plan. It's not a good one, but I have one.
1: No, 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 no. See, I have better idea. I can get in the car. I can get in the car.
0: Then please do. That <laughs> barrier is coming. You're about to hit it.
1: So while this is happening, I'm obviously stuck and being very upset about this. I'm going to quite definitely, because I have monstrous of so this work. Going to just open the car more.
0: Are you flexing the car open? You're going to have to act under pressure then, I guess. Um, yeah, act under pressure.
1: Ah, big success.
0: You manage to rip your way through the door, back your way up onto the front passenger seat, but that whole door just goes flying off into the parking lot as you guys smash right through that toll arm and continue on down the street. We
1: make things so much more <laughs> difficult than they really need to be.
0: Your bad choices are certainly entertaining. Now what? I suppose, as
2: we're on our way headed back to uh, Hendrix, I will try to retrieve my cellular device from whatever pocket it might be in. Don't use your phones while you're driving, and I'll try to call Mr. Ephraim.
0: Uh, hello Marie, how is it I can help you? Is Angus alright in the hospital? Hey! Yeah, Angus is fine. Um, not in the hospital anymore.
2: Uh, we are currently on the whatever highway this is that goes back to Hendrix. Uh, Angus might be a werewolf right now, and he might have jumped out of the hospital, and he might have been seen.
1: While she's saying this, Angus kind of pulls his like hand across his throat and says, no, no, no.
2: I also think he's threatening to kill me right now, but I'm not really sure.
0: And while that is happening, you suddenly hear the, the little yipping of a tiny little dog from the back seat. RIP! 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 Oh, no!
2: It's their fault for leaving their dogs in the car. Don't do that.
0: And look back and see a cheweenie. What's a cheweenie? I think it's one of those crazy crossbreeds of a Chihuahua and uh, I'm going to say a dachshund. Panini.
3: Just,
0: what? An Eni? A Panini. A Panini? <laughs>
3: So
1: as we hear this yipping and whining, Angus immediately snaps his head back, ears laid back and kinda of gives a throaty growl.
0: Uh, the little dog starts to growl back.
1: <sighs> Angus begins to reach back to snatch at the dog.
0: Marie, Marie, what's going on? I, I hear you yipping of the little dog.
2: Shit, hold on and Marie's gonna try to like wedge the phone between her shoulder and ear, keep one hand on the wheel and then like try to grab Angus's Like, wrist, not
0: (laughs) have him hurt the dog. Okay, um, act under pressure as you're still attempting to drive. Don't worry, I have the
2: driver feet. This will be fine. (laughs) Wait, how did I get
0: a zero? That's not right. I feel like something messed up there. (laughs) Something did. You you put plus plus. Don't put any pluses. Roll again. Oh my bad. (laughs) Yeah. Something went
2: horribly, horribly wrong.
0: If you've got a roll forward, if you've got a plus one, just put in one. No pluses. Hey, that's a lot better
2: than a zero. (laughs) That is a 13, which is an advanced success.
0: Have you advanced Act Under Pressure? I don't know what that means, so probably not. You managed to wedge the phone between your head and shoulder, keep one hand on the wheel, seems to be driving, you know, quite quite well, like a professional driver even. You kind of smack Angus's hand away from the little yippy dog. You still hear Mr. Ephraim, Marie, Marie, what is it that's
2: going on? Uh, dog fighting. Um, can I call you back? And I'll just <laughs> drop the phone. Not even going to bother hanging up.
1: While Angus is kind of snapping his jaws at this dog and making all sorts of Wolf like noises at it. Not really howling or barking.
2: Could you give an example of these wolf like noises?
0: <laughs> so Marie's got her palm shoved into Angus's face, kind of keeping him at bay from the dog as as the two keep growling at each other. It's quite comical. You continue on your way towards Hendrix. Speaking of Hendrix, the town and the person, that same morning in a field near the Johnson's ranch, our time displaced cowboy wakes up to find a horse's muzzle like right in his face, nuzzling you.
3: Is it Dios? Just just clarifying. Could be some random pale horse.
0: Well, how are you gonna check?
3: Well, I'm assuming I know what my horse looks like.
0: Are you sure you can even remember if you did technically have a horse for a while it's there?
3: Notably pale. <laughs> with a black mane
0: It's a notably pale horse with a black mane Okay And it keeps nuzzling against you as if to say Wake the fuck up yo
3: mm, Am I going to have one of those Like comedy film dreams Where I'm kissing someone and then I open my eyes And it's a horse
0: I don't know do you, do you want to have one of those comedy um,
3: No I was just wanted to present Everyone with that image I mean yeah Hendrix would get up And hug the horse
0: Seems pretty happy to see you too.
3: <laughs> you know, I want to have a conversation. The horse can't talk back. Diaz, uh, where'd you come from? <sighs> oh, that's so like you. Yeah, Hendrix just nuzzles back and enjoys the moment.
0: Out of character, I want to tell the audience why Hendrix is getting a horse. One, because Ollie has been bugging me about it forever. And two, because I found a third-party playbook move. Specifically, the horse move from Aaron King's Patchwork World, a powered by the Apocalypse based game. Thanks, Aaron. Okay, back to the game, Ollie.
3: Then um, remembers that he read a book and was told he'd remember stuff or something.
0: Yes, and um, almost like uh, running straight into a brick wall, uh, memories just come flying back at you. It's, it's so intense that you just drop to your knees. You remember the canyon you rode into with uh, pursuers hot on your trail. You remember making a deal with a demon. You remember your former lover. You remember one of your partners in crime leaving you. It's just all coming back. And it is staggering.
3: Cool. Do I specifically remember during all these flashes why I I was summoned by a demon thing and have a freaky arm?
0: That doesn't seem to be something you've.
3: God damn it! Well, at least I remember the other stuff.
0: You do, however, remember dying.
3: Hmm. Wait. What?
0: How? In that canyon just staring up at the small patch of blue sky and a familiar face looking down over you. Not your horse, but Steve. Steve! Cool. Before everything goes black. And the next thing you remember is being in some kind of fancy hotel room with the rose petals and Marie.
3: Cool. Uh, Hendrix just basks in that.
0: And Dios nudges against you to... Check that you're all right.
3: Hmm. Hendrix nuzzles back.
0: Something about the bond between a cowboy and his horse.
3: Something very normal, yes. Um, question.
0: Hmm, answer.
3: Are they saddled or not? Are they bare?
0: No saddle, no bridle, no no barding, etc.
3: Is there a, a, a horse place in town? Equine store of any kind that I've seen
0: you're next to a branch where everyone is either dead or not there.
3: Mm, that seems smart. Let's steal from the dead people. I'm going to head to the branch.
0: There's still the police tape, but there doesn't appear to be anyone there from what you can see. Dios follows you.
3: I like that from what I can see. I would like to search for an unattended bridle and stuff. I'm trying to think if the saddle stuff would be any different back then. But
0: So you head for the stable?
3: Yeah, I head for the stable, yes.
0: While you're hunting around for this stuff, are you also going to investigate a mystery, or are you just not interested in that shit? You just want to saddle your horse and go for a ride?
3: Um. Well, no. Realistically, Hendrix is fully focused right now to the saddling up.
0: All right, so you go in. There's no one there. You grab the saddle, the bridle, all the things you need, and saddle up your horse, and then what?
3: Then Hendrix remembers, oh wait, there's a mystery. Let's investigate that. Then they're going to investigate mystery.
0: Sure, all for that.
3: I've got a lovely old minus one with a three, please. I've got a love a three.
0: You taking the experience, or do you want to spend luck?
3: Yeah, I'm, I've taken the experience. Of, yep. EXP.
0: Yeah, you, you can't find anything. Maybe these, these sheriff people are, are took out all the stuff.
3: Hmm. Do I get a negative consequence with these things? or?
0: Well, it says that the negative consequence for Investigator Mystery is that you reveal something to whoever you're talking to, but you're not really talking to anyone. So I will say you...
3: Do I reveal myself to the horse?
0: You leave something behind that you don't realize you've left behind. Ollie, do not lose my rock.
3: <laughs> yeah, okay, cool, fair.
0: I guess you hop on your horse and go for a ride? I do. Count it. Mm-hmm. So while you're off gallivanting around on Dios? Galloping. Galloping. Thunderous galloping. We return to Angus and Marie, who are doing their best to speed along the highway to Hendrix. What do you guys want to do?
2: I've, I forget. Does anyone in town know that about Angus's condition?
0: Well, I'm sure the sheriff and the deputies do. Or do you mean his werewolf condition? <laughs> what condition were you referring to? I, I thought you meant, like, the fact that he got beat up so bad by a teenage girl um, that he needed to go to hospital condition.
2: I wasn't even thinking about that. Uh, yeah, no, his werewolf condition.
0: I mean, Mito has intimated that he is a wolfman. I'm sure she's intimated a great many things. Anyways,
2: oh my Celeste. Of a great many people. Sarah! Jeez! Isn't that what you were getting at? I mean, yeah, but like, come on. You guys always say Jesus, Sarah. It's just fun to hear your reaction. Uh, I guess we'll go to the, um... What's it called again?
1: Watchtower Tavern.
2: Wow, and you have notes. That's the one, the Watchtower Tavern. Yeah, but it doesn't say everything.
1: Meanwhile, while we're driving that way, Angus is going to continue to try and get towards the dog. Why? So Murray has to roll again.
0: Okay, what are you you intending to do with this dog? Because, I mean, there's a couple of things you could do, and all of them are pretty low.
1: I have no intention of getting to the dog, just attempting to.
2: One of those dogs that, like, pulls on the leash just because they can? Yeah, pretty much. You're the worst. Yeah, if Angus is trying to reach
0: the dog, I will try to have him not reach the dog. Roll again, Celeste. Act under pressure as you're attempting to drive. Yeah. That is a nine, which is a mixed success. A mixed success. I get to choose to give you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Hmm... As you're busy struggling to keep Angus away from his little pint-sized snack that he seems to have, you know, uh, hungering for, you've got one hand on the wheel, you kind of end up swerving around a bit wildly, and the next thing you know is you hear the bloop of the sheriff's siren and flashing lights behind you. Oh no! Oh no. Oh, no. How large is Angus's form? I think we said at some point maybe seven to eight feet.
2: Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> Sean, why Why did you do this? It's okay. That's
1: okay. We got this. Follow my lead. What
0: lead? And that's all out of character because you're... <laughs> <laughs> what lead?
1: So Angus, after being obviously distracted and chastised by the boops on the snoots and the hands in the face and being pushed away by Marie who's tempted to navigate this vehicular across this roadway, notices first the whoop whoops behind them, uh, and immediately kind of freezes, looks quickly to Marie and looks back towards the dog, looks towards Marie again, and then just jumps in the back seat, or what's left of the back seat, and gets as low as he can in the uh, what do you want to call that, the footwell between the, pat- the, the rear passenger seat and the back of the driver's compartment. And if there's any kind of debris or whatever, blankets, jackets, whatever, just hastily covers himself with it and just
2: lies.
0: Marie, what are you doing? I just want to make
2: sure that I'm understanding this right. He is like a seven-foot-tall werewolf <laughs> man trying <laughs> to hide behind
0: one of the seats of this... I'm assuming smaller sedan. We just said it was a shitty old car, so if you want it to be a smaller sedan, that's fine. I mean, it might be better to have it be like a, I can't remember
2: what they're called, like older hatchbacks, like the wood paneling on the side. My grandma had one of those, very spacious in the back.
1: A station wagon.
2: Yeah, station wagon.
0: Okay, continue, Celeste. Don't want to.
1: <laughs> Angus is holding his breath, by the way.
0: As the uh, sheriff's car or the vehicle is getting closer, what are you doing? You're still driving? Are you going to make a break for it? Are you going to stop? I can talk my way out of this. I'm going to pull over. Okay, you pull over. I forgot this car was stolen. <laughs> it doesn't have a door. What are you, are you going to change your mind? What are you doing? Come on.
2: No, I'm sticking with it. I can talk my way out of this. Okay.
0: So you pull over? The vehicle behind you also does as well. You see the deputy get out of the car. They cautiously approach, kind of pauses for a moment as he checks out the missing door, reaches a hand for his sidearm, but it just hovers there, lowers his head for a bit, and he says, Uh, ma'am? Hello, officer. Is something the matter? Well, I've got a few questions, but first, what happened to the door? Well, you see, sir, it's the craziest thing.
2: I have a dog in the back seat and trying to get out. This dog is very smart. Small, but smart. And bless him, he managed to find a way to open that door. And I, I must have been driving too close to the
0: trees, and the door is gone now. How about you give me a manipulate there? We'll see how this all goes down.
3: Too close to the trees. What? <laughs> I
0: don't know. Oh, yes, you're a
1: mastermind at this. Ooh. Oh, my. God.
2: I rolled a four.
3: It's a good time for a four.
2: You want experience?
0: Or do you want to spend a luck point? I already marked experience. He kind of glances in the back. Notices the little Cheweenie. Notices that the little Cheweenie seems to be barking at this pile of fur or something behind the driver's side. Ma'am, I'm, I'm going to need you to slowly step out of your car with your hands where I can see him. You know, officer, I'm sure that won't be necessary. I'm just
2: heading over to Hendrix. I'm going to get Joel to fix this up. Then it'll be ship
0: shape. I'm afraid I'm going to have to insist. He'll slowly pull his weapon. It's kind of aimed down at the ground. Finger to the side, but he is pretty um, forceful with what he wants you to do.
1: Can Angus perceive where he was standing from his crouched position?
0: He's kind of two feet away from the missing passenger door.
1: Is he directly in front of the opening? Is he to the side?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's directly in front of it, but he's about two feet away from it, in case she tries something funny.
1: So, just to clarify again, it's the front passenger that's missing. Yes. And is he behind the B pillar?
0: I don't know what the B pillar is.
1: You have an A, B, C pillar. The A A pillar's going to be in your front, which is attached to the windscreen. The B pillar's going to be between the driver compartment and the passenger compartment in the rear. The C pillar would be the rear windscreen and the rear passenger compartment, so...
0: I guess he's kind of between the A and the B. Let
1: me ask you this. Riddle me this. If I... Throw open the rear past your door, would it strike him? Is he that close?
0: Act under pressure, and if you roll good enough, he is that close. Sorry, you think it's opening
2: the door forcefully to try to hit the officer? Mm hmm. Sean, you're going to take off the
0: other fucking door here. Act under pressure is if you're trying to do something carefully. Kick some asses as if you're intending to hurt someone. So act under pressure. Ah,
1: uh, here we go, here we go. Hey, nine, mixed
0: success. So you fling the back passenger door open and it kind of pops him in the butt, sending him forward, stumbling a couple of feet. He whirls around and sees this massive werewolf in front of him. Ah! What do you do before he has time to raise his gun and um, presumably shoot?
1: Clarify this chat real quick that old Celeste is, is putting forward here.
0: It's just an idea.
1: You want me to pull him inside the vehicle so there's no witnesses. How, presumably, do you want me to make sure that there's no witnesses? You want me to...
2: Lunch? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like the part where you explain this all in werewolf voice.
0: <laughs> this is out of character. He can't be a witness if, if he's a, an accomplice, right? Marie, what are you doing? As you see the door fly open and the guy kind of stumble forward a bit and wheel round, uh, scream, presumably he's seen... Angus. Angus looks like he's going to make any other actions. You don't know. You've got a mere second here to react. We're going. <laughs> We're going. You turn on the car and floor it? Oh, I never turned the car off. Right We're going. If you never turned the car off, I think you would have had a problem with that. But okay. You give me another act under pressure as you attempt to get away. Hey, that's a 15. Look at that.
2: Tell us how this looks. I wasn't prepared for this. Well, as he's turning to do whatever he's going to do to Angus, Marie floors it and the open door hits him again. And it bounces back and and shuts, hopefully hitting Angus in the nose. Totally. And she's just gone.
0: You see the guy kind of picking himself up off the road and... He just stares after you for a moment. You're not sure if he even makes it back into his car because the highway turns and you don't see him as you continue to floor it towards Hendrix.
2: How far away from Hendrix are we? Oh, say not that far. Are there any clearings around us perhaps? Sure. Angus, I think we need to leave the car. We need to we need to make the rest of, we just need to walk to Hendrix, okay?
1: Angus rolls his eyes as best he can and kind of waves his hand like, okay, let's go, get over it.
2: Okay, Marie pulls over, close to to the trees if possible, gets out, gingerly picks up the small dog, places it a few feet away in the clearing. <laughs> How full is the gas tank? How much fuel is in the car? Maybe about half the tank. I'm not abandoning the dog. I'm putting it to the side for now while I continue with my plan. What's in the trunk? What tools are in the trunk? Yeah, what, what do you think's in there? I don't know, probably some, like, what are they, jumper cables? I don't know. My
0: god. What? I'm not a car person. You're creating this world here with me, so what do you think is in this car? What I would like there to be in the car is, like, a little
2: funnel. Gas funnel. little gas hose. Sure. Why? So that I can take the gas from in the tank to
0: all over the car.
1: You've never done this before, have you?
0: I just said I'm not a car person. <laughs> this is where Sean explains how to blow up a car, but obviously we had to cut this part out so as not to provide a how-to on the internet. Don't blow up cars, kids. I'd like to think of that... <laughs> Angus,
2: in his wolf form, is just talking Marie through how to torch this car.
1: Angus was just going to lift it up and throw it into the woods, but, you know, okay, fire's good, too.
2: I mean, well, does Angus want to, I don't know, does he want to bench press this thing and, and toss it, or is he going to let Marie torch it? I don't know.
1: It's kind of comical to watch you struggle with trying to torch it.
2: Well, now that I have this new information that we're not airing, Marie would take off just one of her, one of her shirts. Here, a nice, long
1: sh- Celeste!
2: sean every game you're in you. <laughs> <laughs> that was one time in D and Maria has like 20 shirts on it at any given point in time it's fine uh clothing in guest thing matches fire Oof.
3: well described
0: thank you <laughs> yeah well described should i even make you Give me an act under pressure, because there's always a chance you do start a forest fire. Because I mean, in D and D, you guys have actually started a forest fire before. So, act under pressure. How this goes? Uh, is that for me or the car? For you to roll, because the car can't roll. It was worth a shot.
1: You just asked if the car could roll.
0: I'm stuck, man. What's the result? Nine, which is a mixed success. Well, you guys are probably used to this by now. Uh, I've already read it out. A worse outcome, hard choice, price to pay. Mm-hmm. Make a run for it. You hear the explosion as the car ignites. There's a lot of smoke, a lot of crackling of fire. You feel like perhaps you exploded more than just the car.
1: Angus wraps Marie around the waist and kind of hefts her underneath his arm and just makes a beeline for, uh, towards Hendrix. The
2: dog, Angus, we can't leave the dog here. It's so, it's- it's going to die! Put me down!
1: Angus kind of growls, shakes his head, and then turns around real quick, goes back to the dog, scoops the dog up, holds it way out to the side, because I'm sure it's not pleased with this interaction, and, <laughs> again, bolts toward Tendrix through the most thicketest, woodedest area.
0: We'll assume that you're on the correct side of the road, so you don't even have to cross the road later. Where are you heading to, Van Hendrix?
1: So, if looking at this map right now... I'm assuming we are on the other side of the Crosstown River, which is the Joplin side, and we're near that thick of the trees. I have a southwesterly direction.
0: Anything else you want to do?
1: Once we find cover, I'll then start heading in a more southerly direction, and then I will set everybody down and shove Epsque Dog into Marie's arms with a growl.
0: There's still a river between you and Hendrix proper.
1: That's the plan, but I'm waiting for Celeste if she wants to comment or do anything.
0: No. Marie's probably just, like, absentmindedly
2: petting the dog. She's, <laughs> like, still sort of in shock that this just happened.
1: Angus is gonna point at Marie and then point south towards the river.
2: Are are, are we crossing the river? Is that what we're doing?
1: That's what you're doing.
2: <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Angus will vehemently point south towards the river and back at Marie and then south again.
2: But... The river is wet, and I would get, like, my socks all wet. Nothing worse than wet socks.
1: Angus's ears wilt, shoulders kind of fall, gives a shrug, and starts down south towards the river.
0: And off we go to the river. It's a section of the river you've not been to before. Nowhere near where the algae is that was uh, further south. And of course the old Ladyland Bridge is further to the north.
1: Angus goes down to the bank just about where the river is and kind of waves Marie over.
2: Are you piggybacking? <laughs> Marie will walk over.
1: Angus grabs Marie bodily and hurls her across the river.
2: you let this happen? I mean Marie's probably not expecting it, so yeah. I don't know
0: if you'd get all the way across the river.
1: Give him a roll for protect somebody.
0: Yeah, protect someone, just roll tough. Well not necessarily protect someone, but roll tough, just for strength.
1: It's an eleven. It's a success.
0: Yeah, you fling Marie all the way across that 20-foot divide. Her and that little dog sprawl across the ground of the other side of the bank.
1: That being done, Angus makes sure she gets up and dusts herself off okay, and then makes a beeline to the uh, northwest towards that foresty area.
2: Sure. Marie indeed gets up, dusts herself off, and then flips Angus off. I don't think he's looking. Yeah, it makes her feel better. So what do you do, Marie? That's a wonderful question. I guess I'll go to the Watchtower Tavern to see if Hendrix is there.
0: Marie heads back to the Watchtower Tavern, wearing the rumpled, still slightly bloodied clothes from yesterday. Although she has made an effort to clean herself up, she is looking very worse for wear. Carrying the little Cheweenie into the Watchtower Tavern, meadow behind the bar, and Joel sitting at the far end of the tavern. Give Joel a nod. I walk up to Meadow. Hi, Marie.
2: Hey, is Hendrix upstairs?
0: No, that pitiful, no good excuse for a man is not here. Strong words for me. What happened? My brother happened. And she glares over at the man in question. Joel calls out, I'm sorry, I I didn't, I didn't know. Huh. Nothing really happened, we just only took our shirts off, that's it, I swear. That sounds like quite enough, I think. And then Angus
2: joined us. Oh. How about I go get changed and then you can tell me the rest of that story.
0: That's all there is. You hear Meadow muttering something under her breath, seems like something in another language. Clean yourself up with the chewini. I would have left the chewini on the bar. Ah, oh. May kind of looks at it and she says,
2: "That's not Angus." Uh, Marie would go get cleaned up, go back down and uh ask Joel where
0: where Hendrix is because apparently they're very close. Ah, uh, I don't know. He he um he didn't come back here last night. Not at your uh your your shop? Uh no I don't think he is. I'm just here for lunch. Insight check <laughs> No such thing. Uh
2: any uh ideas where he might be?
0: Hmm not really no Okay. I think I'll
2: go to the sh- sheriff? police station.
0: You head off to the sheriff's office. You recognize Deputy Grape from your stay last night. Uh, the night before, rather. Can I just, like, walk into the sheriff's office, like, directly? No, but Deputy Grape will be like, Uh, oh, well, hi, Marie. Hey. Faye, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, Faye Grape. The uh, Sheriff Winter's here. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, he's in his office. Did you, uh, did you want to see him?
2: Yeah, I accidentally borrowed some things the other day. I just wanted to return them.
0: Accidentally. Um, yeah, um, follow me. And she'll lead you to the sheriff's office and knock on the door. Open the door and stick her head in. I'm um, Sheriff. Uh, uh Marie is here to see you. Uh, he says, huh, send her in and shut the door on your way out. Yes, sir. The sheriff stands up and says for you to take a seat. Marie doesn't. She stands behind the seat. Okay. Door is closed. Care to explain to me, um, why you took some of my belongings? Would you care to explain why you, uh, had such belongings? Not really. Would you care to spend some more time in my jail for theft? Not really.
2: I'll put the fancy stuff back on the desk. Although, I do have to wonder, you know, there were, I'm pretty sure there were, like, three slots for the stakes, but there's only two of them.
0: And? Oh, like, did you use one for firewood? You want to, hmm, manipulate or investigate a mystery, hmm.
1: I'd rather not use the word manipulate. You want talk about slots, please?
0: Sean! Which, which would you rather? I mean, what, what are you going for here? I guess I'm investigating. Sure, shout. I'm really making up for all of our past
2: sessions. That's a twelve. Oh, two questions. What do you got? Oh, I was already holding one. Uh does that go up to three? Nope. No. <laughs> I mean obvious one is where did it go?
0: <laughs> we did the uh the missing thing go. I wanna know where Sheriff's Winter's <laughs> thing went. The missing uh wooden stake, rather. The sheriff kind of stares at you hard for a moment and he walks over to the door and, and locks it. He turns around and he says to you, what I'm about to say doesn't leave these four balls. Ever.
2: Yeah, cross my heart and whatever. It was used for what it was meant to be used for.
0: And he kind of looks at you expectantly.
2: That's firewood. Sure, firewood. We'll go with that.
0: I guess, have you always had
2: uh, issues with Firewood? Not always. And not for a while. Shall we say I'm retired from chopping wood? Well, of, of course. Um, has anyone picked up where you left off when, with your wood? I kind of thought you had. Okay, I was just wondering if there was like a, a formal like transition of power, or if it was just sort of like a, I don't know, first come, first serve sort of
0: thing. Look, to continue with your analogy, chopping wood is really a young person's game. So, let's just say there's been no one chopping wood between when I retired and your arrival.
2: Now, is Meadow, like, is she just, like, a wood connoisseur, or, like, what what does she do?
0: To be perfectly honest, I don't know what the fuck Meadow is.
2: I need a moment.
0: But she doesn't get directly involved in
2: chopping wood. Of course not. Um now I'm sure you've realized that the current influx of murders are wood related. I'm not stupid, Missy. Well, you know, sometimes you know you stop doing something for so long and then you like it's hard to get back up into the swing of things.
0: <laughs> I don't intend to pick that axe back up. We're still talking about killing monsters and shit, right? We're not going into some weird
2: sexual shit. Sheriff Winters, would I ever make light of the situation with you? I, I,
0: I don't know. I told you when you
2: first turned up. Keep your nose clean. Uh, yeah, about that. Um, so let's say I have a partner to chop wood with and that partner <laughs> I have to explain it, Sean. We assaulted an officer. <laughs> I have to explain it. It was it was a group effort. What? Yes. Yeah, so let's say I had a, a wood chopping partner who um might also qualify as wood that gets chopped, but he's not on the chopping block. He's the one that does the chopping. Ah, uh, one of those. Yeah, and um, let's just say um. He was in, like, a half-wooded state, and an officer tried to pull us over.
0: Wait, you're trying to tell me he was seen?
2: Ah, oh, fuck. That is exactly. He was half wood and he was seen.
0: Was it one of mine or
2: Joplin's? You know, sir, I really didn't pay attention to that. You gotta be more
0: careful of this
2: wood chopping. Missy. Normally we are very careful, you know, we take all the proper precautions, but <laughs> this one just really got away from us.
0: <laughs> Roll to manipulate him to see if he'll clean up your mess.
2: What is this conversation?
1: Oh, my phrasing.
0: Hey, you are half wood.
1: Yeah, but we're being very careful. You know, we're cleaning up our messes. You no, know, you have to be
0: safe when you're wooding.
2: Uh, so I rolled a Ten which is a success, to manipulate him
0: and his voice. Look, I, I'll see what I can do. But don't expect me to clean up after all of your messes. There's only so many gas leaks, so many murderers, so many, you know, drug-taking teens that kill people that I can cover up for.
2: Of course, sir. And um, now they're back on, on that topic. Um, do you guys have the record? By chance? No. No,
0: we do not. That's worrying. Now, if you could kindly get out of my office, I will see about cleaning up this wood-chipping mess you made.
2: I will leave you and your wooden piece. (laughs) he walks out the door. She kind of fumbles because she thought it was locked, and then, like, unlocks it, and an awkward moment of silence there. Supposed to be a cool exit, but it was ruined.
1: That was the only awkward part about that thing? That awkward exit? Really?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: What's Hendrix been doing? How do you
1: follow from that? Jeez.
3: Um, That's a great question. I don't know. I, I could certainly just say that I've been riding around town on the girl I love. And I'm like, forget you guys.
0: You've um, attracted a detention of the local kids who find this quite entertaining.
3: Ah, I befriend the children. No, Hendrix is taking the win of somebody not having a go at him for a moment.
0: You're riding around town when you spy Marie coming out of the sheriff's office.
3: Do I have a a stream of children behind? Yeah. Cool. How does Marie react then? Because that's funnier. (laughs) Hey!
2: Hendrix and, um, starting a club? What, what's happening here?
3: Well, hi, Marie. How are you doing?
2: I'm fine. I found my house. I noticed. Uh, where have you been? We went to the hospital because Angus was hurt.
3: Uh, is he okay now?
2: More or less. Why do, why do you have a gaggle of kids behind you?
3: Uh, personal reasons.
2: Okay, Hendrix, you can't, you can't say it like that. Like what? You know, never mind. Can I have my rock back?
3: Yes. Uh, Hendrix goes to try and find this rock, but he left it somewhere.
0: Yeah, you reach into your pocket, but um, there's a hole in your pocket and no rock.
3: Um, I, I think I'll give it to you later, if that's okay.
2: I would really rather have it now.
3: Yeah, well, didn't I
2: give it to you already? When would you have done that, Hendrix?
3: I don't know. You tell me when would I have done that. You're looking lovely today, Massey.
2: Oh, uh, well, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I did go get cleaned up, but I didn't think it was anything special, but thank you.
3: Well, that's okay.
2: Oh, did you ever figure out why you're, like, here?
3: Um, yes and no. Um, a lot of it's come back to me. Uh, I, I remember people I used to hang with. I remember this, uh, creepy canyon place. I'm pretty sure I... Hendrix turns away, uh, turns around and uh, shoos the kids away at this point. I'm pretty sure I died, uh, but I'm not dead now, so, uh, that's a plus. But I think I might have been resurrected. Possibly.
2: Huh. Do you know why you were resurrected? Like, do you have a purpose or something?
3: Uh, well, you summoned someone to this honeymoon room, so I, I think that was probably the purpose.
2: You know, Hendrix, I'm sure you're a great guy.
3: Well, I'm glad someone thinks so.
2: But I don't think that was the purpose.
3: Are you sure? I, I can't imagine what else it would be.
2: You know what? Why don't we go find out?
3: Hmm. Uh, wh- what happened to Angus? You never said.
2: Um, you know, he's just being hounded by uh, responsibilities.
3: Uh, sure. Um, I can't say I relate. So, do you have any uh, leads? Because I tried with the uh, police officer. Uh, she is not happy with me now.
2: Um, Sheriff Winters chops wood. Uh,
3: okay. Is that, uh, relevant? I guess it was in the forest. Are you saying that he was chopping wood at the time that there was teenagers attacked us? Or that one teenager?
2: Well, I don't think he chops wood anymore. It's more like he chopped wood, and he is aware that wood gets chopped.
3: You're telling me he chops wood, but he doesn't chop wood anymore. So, uh, thanks for the update on this guy who has nothing to do with the case.
2: Hendrix, why don't you answer a question of of mine? Where did you get a horse?
3: Uh, I woke up, and she was all up in my face. Um, So, yeah. Does that answer your question?
2: Not really, no.
3: I don't know where she came from, uh, but I don't really understand where I came from. So, the important thing is that she's here now, and all's good. Does this mean that your horse died as well? No, I I doubt that. My horse uh, is fully alive and standing and nothing will ever happen to my baby.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like, you're alive and I...
3: Don't you be saying things about my horse dying. My horse is fine.
2: Just saying, if you connect the dots, it kind of makes sense that your horse would have died.
3: No dots will be connected. Horse is fine. Nothing demonic about the horse.
2: Alright, if you say so. I do. Why don't you help me up and let's go take a look at the blood trees.
3: Yeah, Hendrix will help you up. Mount that horse.
2: The horse, I assume, has been mounted. Mm. Is he riding double? Yes, uh, bareback, because the horse does not have a saddle, correct?
3: No, I stole. I, I took saddle.
2: You took a saddle, right. Always got to make sure you use the saddle, kids.
3: That's why there's no longer a rock. I'm glad we just moved on from that.
0: Okay, so you guys head off to the cops of trees?
3: Yes, apparently, sure.
0: Yep, Sheriff's Tape. Mater is out front. He's got a little seat. Oh, they're still here. He stands up as you guys approach.
3: Uh, well, hello, Deputy.
0: Oh, uh, howdy.
3: I don't really have a plan from here.
0: How, Howdy, Miss Marie. Hey, Craig, it's my motorcycle here. Uh, yes. Yes, I think I think it is.
3: Her name is Diaz.
0: I believe her name is Miss Marie. Wow. No, no, the the Haas. Oh, oh, well, uh, that, that makes more sense.
3: Well, yeah. Uh, hey, Marie, did, did you have a plan from here?
2: My plan? Out of character.
3: There is no out of character. There's only in character. <laughs> <laughs> You do things, <laughs> and we see what happens, and deal with the consequences.
2: I I, I never have a plan. Where is the motorcycle? Round the back of the cups of trees. So, like, if I go like straight for it, will I go through the, the crime
0: area? Uh, Maida will say, "Um, Miss, Miss Maria, um, um, uh, I I could um r- return it to you if you'd like." That is so considerate,
2: Craig, but I'm quite emotionally attached to that motorcycle, and I would rather uh, deal with it myself.
3: Well, that's just weird, being attached to a, a vehicle like that.
2: That's got a sentimental meaning. I shall manipulate him, and then
0: maybe investigate, depending on how that goes. Okay, bro, manipulate, deputy meter.
3: Can I help out and make it a 10?
0: Certainly. How are you helping out?
3: I don't know what you're trying to manipulate him into doing.
2: Letting me get my motorcycle.
3: I don't know how to help with that.
2: Just keep talking about your horse.
3: <laughs> yeah, I will stay here with my
0: horse if that helps. Does it help? Let's find out. Our old Nate. Your help grants them the plus one to their role, but you also expose yourself to trouble or danger. Dum dum dum. Ooh, I wonder what danger or trouble Mater will have in store for Hendrix. And what's with that horse? I guess you'll just have to wait and listen for episode 13. Got a couple of things to share with you during these announcements. First off are the lucky recipients of our sticker giveaway. Thank you to Nicky Dreamer, who wants me to tell Ollie that he's her favourite, even if he did just trade his firstborn so he could read. Also thanks to pure, unfiltered Gideon Ebeling, I hope I've pronounced that correctly, who really likes Jackson and hopes they get to see him on the show again. We do too, Gideon, we do too. I'll be contacting both of you in the next day or two to get your postal addresses. For anyone else who wants a sticker, fear not, we'll be making them available to purchase with a boon or a bane very soon. A huge thanks as always to everyone who has liked, rated, reviewed, and retweeted Red Gat and Wolf. This helps our little indie podcast grow and find more listeners every like, five-star rating, and review counts. Check out our website for other ways to support us, along with information about the characters and our social medias. Go to redgateandwolf.com. We'll end this episode with a trailer for Shrimp and Kratz. They're a fun, Florida and Gator-themed Monster of the Week podcast that you should totes check out. That's it from me, but one last thing before I go. Thanks for listening.
1: Hey, sorry to interrupt your favorite podcast, but I'm here to tell you about Shrimp and Crits, an actual play podcast with a southern twist. My name is Ian, and I am the keeper for this show as we play Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. If you like the sound of swampy monster mayhem, gators gone shopping, and magical fairy mischief, you'll be right at home in the remote panhandle town of Gullicochica, Florida, where spooky danger has begun to wash ashore. Shrimp and Crits is the
2: story of Sarah Payne the Mundane. All I'm asking for... Is answers. That's all I'm looking for is the truth. Ari Green the Searcher. You know the proclamations
1: of the fame. I suggest you follow them from now on. And Ray Ray, the most mundane monstrous you will ever meet. Mr. Zeus, I'm a I'm a big fan. I, I knew you were I knew you were real. Um and Ray Ray is just like bowing in front of this swan. As they fumble their way through protecting their skeptical town from mysterious evils, we release new episodes every other Monday on the Podcatcher of Your Choice. Hope to see you soon. Soon in Sunny Gullicochica.